Hi guys and welcome to the PhysioPod, brought to you by Response Physiotherapy. Now in today's episode we're going to be looking at imaging and we're going to be asking the question, I have lower back pain, should I get a scan? So I met with Matt to discuss this further to get you as informed as you can be around this topic. Hi Matt, how are you doing? Good, thanks Josh, how are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Oh, Sun's good. out, three days. Yeah, it's beautiful. About yeah. time. It's warm in the bones, warm in the bones. <laughs> so we're here to talk about imaging. Yes. Which is a, how to describe, an interesting topic has come out because I think it's one of those where it's, yeah, I think maybe most people probably wouldn't really either A, think about or sort of know much about, I guess. I I think I think the, the there's a mis there's a misunderstanding about the about all all types of imaging, isn't there? You know, the, yeah. I think that imaging is um, gives us the diagnosis, so we need the picture to get the diagnosis. And actually, it may not be quite as simple as that. Yeah. Well, I feel like you're already touching on what we're going to talk about. Well, I'm already there. I'm already, I'm, I was told. I was told make it short and snappy. Let's get straight to the point. <laughs> straight on it. Um, so we're going to come to the idea of I've got lower back pain. Should I get a scan later in the podcast? I think what would be a really good place to start, and I guess, like I said, you just started to touch on it a little bit. It's just this concept of imaging and scans in general. So let's start maybe really, really simple. And let's just go through what scans are out there and what they look for before we get into a little bit of, well, why are we looking at that? What does it mean? And then almost, like I said, a bit of a, I've got lower back pain, should I get a scan? So what scans are out there, Matt? All right. So we can start with a simple, what's called a simple x-ray. Yeah. But, um, but we can start with an x-ray and we all, I think most people know that um when you go to the doctor and you get an x-ray a referral for an x-ray the doctor's considering whether to send you for that x-ray number one will it show the right am i looking for a certain thing will an x-ray show the right picture okay, okay. but yeah. also considering that an x-ray is not good for you <laughs> to be exposed to ionizing radiation yeah isn't a good thing yeah so the doctor's considering or or the the um first contact practitioner or the advanced practitioner is considering whether it's the right thing to do and there's a whole heap of factors in that but ultimately an x-ray shows bone up really well yeah it shows foreign bodies really well and it can show hints of um a uh, tumor and cancer because they disrupt the picture yeah and it can also show it doesn't show up well uh oh and it can show distance quite well between joints mm -hmm. yeah but it doesn't show i think sometimes it gets you then it gets used to show the height of something or or whether something's in alignment and actually mm -hmm. for example you know sometimes people go oh, i had, had, had an x-ray and it showed that um i had a leg length difference mm -hmm. it's, it's a, ultimately it's a 2d picture so it depends how you were lying at the time were you, yeah. were you lying perfectly straight to get that 
information yeah. or were you slightly twisted because even a slight twist mm. would, would offset that so it's not great for that but it's it is good obviously for bone yeah uh, we can see space we can see disruption to bone yeah i think that's especially in the msk world that's that's what it's made yeah of course just to briefly touch on as well and stick with the sort of x-ray theme let's just briefly touch on ct ct scan complicated yeah. scan um it's an x-ray is a is they punch the ionizing radiation straight through the body to get the x-ray with a ct scan they send it around the body and um, that gives you uh, slices of the body it takes slices through through and so you get a picture of a slice through the person and mm. then you add a computer onto that and the computer can make a 3d image for someone to look at so it's very much used for complex situations fractures complex it can take a slice through organs as well so it can give you mm -hmm. more information through an organ of what's happening in there yeah um and um more used for that uh, diagnosis of of non-musculoskeletal conditions or a, when you get a complicated fracture and the surgeon needs to have a look at it from multiple angles because you're trying to piece together the pieces yeah spot on perfectly perfectly summarized right, absolutely um so we'll move on to mri so just talk us through an mri what that's looking right. for so it's magnetic resonance imaging and it's you get you get pushed into a tube or nowadays they've got an open scanner um where you're surrounded by magnets and then that distorts the water molecules in your body and then that gives feedback and the feedback is what is what creates the picture yeah and there's a there's a two types of mri scan in a, in, a, in a basic form there's two types of mri scan uh, there's a t1 weighted image and a t2 weighted image and the t2 weighted image shows water up brightly so for example in most joints you have water yeah and the contrast between the water signal intensity remember this mri is set up to show water brightly well the contrast between that water and the other structures around it is what gives you uh, a good picture mm -hmm. so for example in a t2 water image uh water showing up brightly in the knee you'd be able to see the acl ligament the anterior cruciate ligament really clearly yeah um if it was intact and you'd see that it was all disrupted on a water-based image because the contrast between the water and the ligament is quite different mm -hmm. right so um but you have to you have to be able to tell the person doing the scan what you're looking for yeah so you need the clinical examination first to give you an idea of what you're looking for yeah and then the other type of scan they do is a t1 weighted scan which shows up fat brightly yeah and so uh, in contrast to the stuff around it so for example where we were just we just had that information about the a joint in the joint on a t2 scan the water's bright on a t1 scan the bone is brighter than the water because the bone has fat in the middle of it yeah 
all right and that that's done to allow us to see tumor uh, you'd see cancers easier within the bone you'd see uh, fat brightly so you might see uh, sort of a fatty deposit showing up brightly uh, and this is i'm referring here to musculoskeletal imaging as mm -hmm. opposed to yeah um you know, organ imaging where they might yeah. do mris to look at organs as well yeah um so in the musculoskeletal world we're looking for still looking for breaks in ligament breaks in bone breaks in structure we're looking for differences in the joint we're looking for um areas of swelling so for example if i tear a muscle normally that muscle wouldn't have any water in that would show up brightly mm -hmm. but there'll be swelling and so that swelling would show up brightly yeah against the rest of the muscle yeah and it would be in a place where it shouldn't be the swelling would be there and i'd think oh that shouldn't be there mm. um so you, you, your mri scan and it gives a really clear picture for that yeah right? and the, and the there's sort of pros and cons to each of these different scans and the, mm -hmm. the mri scan has no known negative factor i would say yeah. to the human body it's probably not a good idea to get shoved into an mri scanner and loads of times yeah ultimately because being disrupted by magnets must have some <laughs> <laughs> must have some negative thing to it i mean the body molecules disrupted must have some negative thing but yeah. we, we you know we, we don't have any evidence for it you don't get shoved in mri scans too often and all that sort of stuff so yeah yeah no absolutely and i think um just to pick on a couple of points that you touched on as well is is almost there's an element of clarity as well a little bit with the mri isn't there in the fact that it just looks at a lot more things yeah because you touched on about the x-ray and there's limitation the fact that it's obviously looking at just at bone but actually it can give us a really clear image of that yeah but obviously we're not only made up of that and there's obviously other tissues to look at so therefore obviously that might be another reason as an example just for people listening to understand that we're then obviously looking at other scans and why we might get an mri because it's obviously then looking at other tissues yeah that's right and so you know an x-ray might you might be sent an x-ray to look to see if there's any arthritis mm. and if you that comes back to that space and you were saying wasn't it that's right so if you look at the alignment of the joint it should look a certain way there's it can be it can be plus or minus that level of um, um of alignment between the bones equally then the clinician has to tell the radiographer what they're looking for so the radiographer can choose what the best position is Mm. to get the most information so for example we've moved from all x-rays for knee arthritis used to be done lying down and now we do it standing up because we realized that um if you stood up the bone the joints compressed and so if there is a disruption to the joint space because the cartilage at the end of the bone is less you'll see it more under yeah. a weighted situation when stood up so um so there's it's really important it's not just a factor of and, and it's probably something to get into it's not just a factor of we need a scan to be able to see that mm. uh, to tell us what's going on it's actually we think there's this problem we need a scan or some sort of picture to help us see how much what level uh, is our thinking correct about that yeah 
uh, is it wrong, completely wrong? And actually what we're seeing clinically isn't taking place. Yeah. Is there anything there at all or not? Yeah. Um, and then, and then the management, it goes on from there really. Mm -hmm. So that, so the importance of the clinical picture is, is, is key. Yeah. I think, first of all. Yeah, no, absolutely. So that probably leads us quite well into this scenario of I've got lower back pain and should I get a scan? And, you know, if you do this job for any amount of time, you often have this conversation with people. Mm. I have this conversation with people a lot and it's, you know, we picked lower back pain as an example, but, you know, it could be all sorts of different things. And therefore, and then the question is, you know, should I get a scan or I'm thinking of getting a scan. And so maybe just first of all, um what are some of the things your end that you go through in your mind of the process when someone asks that question of whether that's you know a, a right thing to do or the next step in the process or or whatever you want to call it so if low back pain let's think about the causes of low back pain you can get low back pain from your feet let's in simplest terms flattening yeah, one foot flattening, and that changes the mechanics. You can get low back pain by having knee arthritis or hip arthritis, and that changes the way you move. And mm -hmm. then the first indication for you isn't pain in the hip or knee, but it's pain in the back. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get low back pain from damage to mm -hmm. the back, and you can get low, low, low back pain and leg pain from trapping something in the back or damage in the back. That then mm -hmm. causes it to happen further down um and the, the first thing that happens is is what was the very first thing that happened when you got your low back pain right? yeah so this is the clinical picture that has to be developed was it mm -hmm. sudden or was it gradual if it was sudden then there's more likely to be damage mm -hmm. if it was gradual then it, there might be damage but there might not be damage it might be this mechanical picture and also, I think maybe just on that point, not acute damage. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's right. The thing, isn't it? Is that actually, if, say, for instance, there is damage, so, or, you know, degeneration, all these different types of words, well, if your pains come on now, but from no sort of change of circumstances, then chances are actually that was probably there already yeah. when you weren't yeah. in pain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not a, not a situation where maybe that picture will have changed from anything in circumstances. Yeah. So you, what tends to happen is people turn up about two months in, three mm -hmm. months in, something like that, to their low back pain. And, um, and I, I've tried to let it sort itself out. I've tried to leave it, and, and it's not doing. So you, you have a look at it, and you create a clinical picture. And the clinical picture is one of, is there damage in the low back? So you do a number of tests to see if the joints are positive in the low back, or if you do a test to see if the disc is a positive finding in the low back. You do a test to see if the nerve is a positive finding coming from the low back. And you can separate those things out. Yeah. Right? And you can do it in a in a really uh, logical way with a good picture. Yeah. And then you go, right, um, what are we going to do about What do I think the cause is? Do I need to decide if there's damage? And if I decide is there damage, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. And then if... If in your mind the decision to do something about it is um, I'm going to, one of the things we're going to do is get an injection or we're going to get the pain so bad this person's really lifestyle is, is super limited. 
what can we do? Well, we can do an injection. We can do an operation. The operations on the low back are really quite narrow now in their mm-hmm. in their frame. You know, there's a fusion and there's a there's a discectomy and a decompression. Um, that's probably about it. Yeah, I'm sure there's some a couple of other bits, but but that's probably about it that's being offered um, mm. in in this country at the moment. And so, does my clinical findings lead me to think that one of those options might be the case? Yeah, yeah. If not, the clinical finding itself will tell me a lot about that low back pain. Mm-hmm. Now, working in I work in the private world. Um, the NHS world has a different set of rules. Okay, the NHS world has to, um, you have to fit a set of criteria for them to want to scan you, and that set of criteria is around: would it change the management? Yeah, for that person, would would you do something different than what you're mm-hmm. doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the private world, I would add to that that when somebody comes to me and they're going to go and they want to know if they should get a scan. First of all, this is what we can see. Often the thing that comes up, is it a disc? And we go, well, I don't think it's a disc. I had this conversation the other day, I don't think it's a disc. And then the conversation went, well, what if it is a disc? So, okay, well, let's call it a disc. Yeah. There you go, I'll call it a disc. If that makes you feel better, I'll call it a disc. Yeah, well, I don't know, but I don't want it to be a disc. I'm like, okay. So here's the options here. Let's say it was a disc. What would I do differently? I'd still be doing my physiotherapy in this fashion. Yeah. We can go and get a scan. And the scan would show you that there is, you've, you're 50. So the, there's probably a couple of discs there that are degenerating. Mm-hmm. Right? They've been working hard for 50 years. Uh, but I'm still going to do my physiotherapy in this way. Yeah. If the pain doesn't settle, then... Uh, then the need for a scan is more necessary because I might need an injection in there. Mm-hmm. But we have to give it a go because having an injection or having surgeries is your last resort in when it comes yeah. to spinal stuff. So then you get to a picture of, I think what we've done there, Josh, is we've, we've created a picture that says you only need a scan if you're going to do something different mm-hmm. or if what you're doing is not working. Yeah. Right, there is an option to get a scan because the person in front of you is so fixated on it, mm-hmm. basically can't move on. Yeah, and therefore, I think personally, this is a personal opinion, a scan is perfectly reasonable at that point because mm-hmm. if they can't move on mentally, yeah, it's incredibly difficult to get them better with physiotherapy mm-hmm. if they're so fixed on a need to know. Yeah, yeah, that peace of mind thing. Uh, peace of mind thing right? that's real and that's really important um so if they can't move on from that peace of mind thing then well you know then fine let's get a scan they tend to be they tend to be paying for it at that point and so i'm not i'm not so fixed on not having a scan yeah but generally the re the other reason i get a scan and the other reason that, that uh, if people are really keen on it it's really important that they understand that I'm getting a scan for information and they're also getting the scan for information. They're not getting the scan for a diagnosis. Yeah. What I mean by that is there's the clinical examination 
with a clinician. Yeah. Then there is this picture that that I've given from the scan or from the X-ray, mm-hmm. and then there is a report that comes out from the doctor that looks at scans on a regular basis. Yeah. Now the the doctor that looks at scans on a regular basis doesn't have the clinical picture in front. Yeah. Right. He, he has a short summary of that clinical picture, so he won't. read in his report um he won't ever write in the report the picture doesn't fit the clinical findings Mm -hmm. all right he'll just report on the picture yeah then the report comes back to the clinician and he's got if you've got the picture and the report the clinician then decides by clinician i mean orthopedic surgeon uh physio uh gp anybody advanced yeah. nurse practitioner what you know whatever you want to look at that yeah. clinician then looks at the picture and the report and the person in a perfect yeah. triad and if the picture and the report don't match the symptoms the person's getting yeah then you exclude the picture yeah and the report and you so say, i well, think i think reiterate that point because i think that's quite a key point <laughs> Okay, so if you if you if you get a scan, let's say an MRI scan, and it shows a black disc, which means that disc has stopped taking on water at night. Yeah, and that black disc is is it's assumed because it's on the picture that it's giving you pain. Yeah, but actually, the pain you're getting is in a different place, and doesn't have the same um, doesn't have the same uh, integrity doesn't have the same you know we, we roughly know what a black disc gives you as pain mm-hmm. so you're getting a different kind of pain in the wrong place yeah or you've got nerve symptoms in your left leg but the picture's showing you that there's trapping of the nerve and on the right side yeah well that doesn't make any sense yeah so therefore i'm not going to say it must be that mm. I'm going to say, okay, that information I've got there, for example, of the trap nerve on the right side, but the symptoms on the left side, the trap nerve on the right side is causing the joints to move differently within Mm. the spine. And that could be influencing this. Yeah. All right. If I've got it, that I've got nerve symptoms on the left side and they're, they're, they're not showing up to a specific nerve, but in the scan, it shows that there's a specific nerve trapped. I'm not going to necessarily take that as 100% accurate. Yeah. Because scans aren't 100% accurate. So they don't diagnose after scans. So the ultimate, what I'm, so the, in summary, <laughs> I need the picture, the report, and the person, and they have to match. Yeah. If they don't match, as the clinician, looking for the best way to fix that person Mm -hmm. i can ignore the scan because the information on it doesn't fit either medically or mechanically yeah for this problem it's like a complicated game of dominoes isn't it (laughs) it's it's (laughs) yeah (laughs) we've got to get all those numbers to match if we want to make if the dominoes are going to work that's it it's that and i think that point um on the information 
slash diagnostic or diagnosis or whatever word you want to use is the key one, isn't it? Yes. Because I think I think that's where the fixation becomes of I've had this scan and it says this information. So that yes. means I've got X, Y, and Z. Yes. Well, actually, it doesn't because we know when I've seen millions of instances where someone on a scan, it looks, for want of a better word, pretty horrific. But then actually when you meet them, they function really, really well. And you can have the opposite side of that. So I've got someone at the minute who, you know, just had a scan and actually um, their scan was sort of fairly, fairly minor in terms of results, nothing really significant, but actually had a really sort of high amount of pain. Um, and it's that thing as well, isn't it, of just, you know, just because we're in pain doesn't necessarily mean that we have to then have almost sort of catastrophic, um, you know, imaging information and then also vice versa. And I think also then it's that thing as well of the information is that key word, isn't it? Is that it's not a, a diagnostic thing. You know, we're doing this scan to gain more information um, to A, get a bit more of an impression around the situation, but then also be that that can inform us um, on our process moving forwards. Yeah, agreed. So thanks as always for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then you can find other episodes that we've done at the PhysioPod on iTunes and Spotify. Until then, we'll be back with future episodes and podcasts discussing all the need to know physio topics there are. Until then, take care and we'll see you soon.